0: 22 pages later, with your host, The Cap, Mike the Finance Guy, and Ralph the Tech. Probably when you're looking at the cover of this um, latest episode, you're going to say, hmm, are they going to talk about episode 9? But guys, you need to crawl before you can walk. So before we talk about episode nine, we're going to talk about something else. So welcome to another edition of Meanwhile, 22 Pages Later, episode 142, first one of the new year. Yay. I'm one of your hosts, The Cap. And with me, as always, is MFG Mike, the finance guy. I got nothing clever today.
1: Listen to them, children of the night, what music they make. Uh, hmm. Come a on. a movie. Yes, of course it's Dracula. Oh, I yeah, won't ask yeah. you which one because you guys don't know anything. No, it's from 1931. <laughs> it's the original Dracula. Oh, Mike
0: was that 12 was my when next that happened. <laughs> <laughs> and the other voice is the guy who knows probably a little bit less than me. RT Square, we're off the Tech. You know, the other day I was brushing my
2: teeth, and as I stared into the mirror, a thought occurred to me. The most remarkable thing in Star Wars is that they successfully standardize all the data ports for droids throughout the entire galaxy. That's amazing.
0: <laughs> just, it's true. Lay, it's just, true. Wait, dude, every time we do the show you talk about, I was sitting there or laying there and thinking, do you ever get work done? Just wondering. Uh so I just like close my eyes and all the work um, when I open them, it's already done. Like I don't know. Yeah.
2: I think my body just does it out of habit. Like it just does it automatically. Like I, oh, he's, I, bra-
1: I he's bragging about it. taking a dump again.
0: Yep. <laughs> oh, my God. <laughs> it just happens. Man. And, and I'm glad we got the poop joke out of the way. All right. So <laughs> I know that you guys have been waiting. Thank you very much for being patient. So our first podcast of the new year, we're going to be talking about Star Wars, but we're not going to talk about Episode 9 yet. No, 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 no. First, we're going to tackle the Disney, the Disney Plus series, The Mandalorian. But first... Mike, quick news. We let him talk. You guys have to listen because fuck it. We got to listen too. So please give me your ear. Here's the quick news. And now the quick news
2: with Mike, the finance guy. And Ralph and
1: Yeah, <laughs> You guys are going to wish it was quick. Anyhow, <laughs> oh my God! For, for those of you, <laughs> for those of you hungry for even the driest morsel of MCU news, try not to take a bite of the fake meat surrounding the upcoming New Mutants film. Long before Fox Studios was assimilated by Disney, yet another mutant franchise was underway called the New Mutants. Since the Disney acquisition of the property, Marvel and Disney have been quiet as a well. You know what? Uh, about when the mutants will be introduced into the MCU recently d23 which is the official fan club of disney has stated that new mutants is part of the mcu yet has not provided any evidence to such as um to their declaration uh disney has not responded to what can only be called a rumor in the meantime all we can do is wait and see the new mutants film is set to premiere on april 23rd
0: wow okay now mind you uh, um you guys have seen the preview for new mutants right or least not recently the- yeah because that just looked like a really good premise and then it just disappeared with the whole acquisition and then putting it back and they have to the do reshoots. so
1: yeah it's still going to be a horror film of a of a superhero mutant movie but yeah right now it still is definitely not said to be part of the MCU I think they're going to just wait and see
2: Wait 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 cap you actually saw the trailer and you didn't pee yourself
0: why are we always going there with that? <laughs> <laughs>
1: and, and at no point did he say that he didn't pee himself. Yep.
0: First off, if it's in a pamper, it's not pee, It's not peeing on yourself. That's nah, true, too. Yeah. And number two, um, Ralph, I have a clown that, that can meet you at your house right now. Uh, that's fine. And there we go. I, <laughs> I have a wall full of swords. I can introduce it to him. Oh, my God. Too bad they're dull. (laughs) Mike, what else you got?
1: Like this conversation. Uh, (laughs) Whoa. (laughs) (laughs) All right. It's a woman's world now. According to DC Comics co-publisher Dan DiDio, DC's new official timeline announced last year will become the DC Universe's official history, starting with the renumbered Wonder Woman number 750. So what, you say? Well, this means that the first superhero is now officially Wonder Woman. In a Facebook Q&A, DiDio stated, quote, There's been a lot of chatter, myself included, about our timeline. The purpose is to bring in a baseline of storytelling that brings a level of consistency and more uniformity in the interpretations of the characters. Uh, We are looking to build a series of books that will retell the history of the DC Universe. In some ways, that will become our Bible for the DC Universe. One of the first places you'll see this happening is in Wonder Woman 750. The change in numbering is purposeful in the sense that Wonder Woman 750 is the first time that we're acknowledging the timeline and establishing Wonder Woman as our first superhero. In a story by Scott Snyder and Brian Hitch, something similar is going to be happening in The Flash, end quote. Now, if you're curious about the new timeline, Wonder Woman number 750 came out on January 22nd and will be followed by the similarly renumbered Flash number 750 on
0: February 26th. Mike and I were talking about this when we went to the um, to the comic book um, store the other day and I had no idea then when Mike told me about it I started reading up on this Um, Dan Didio or Dan Dio or whatever his name is um, he said this is a lot of this stuff is going to be like the new bible for the DC stuff Mm -hmm. you can't you can't make bible out of newspaper because that's what DC does yeah (laughs) yeah they don't care they're like they're going to make it sound like it's going to stand for more than three years like the new for more than two two. (laughs) I was being nice. <laughs> yeah, but, that's a bunch of bull. But let's see what happens. I mean, I, I appreciate them, you know, trying to make change and, and and all those things because we know how diverse DC is. You know, that's what the D stands for. But <laughs> wait, that's what it stands for. <laughs> it's, yeah. Yeah. Even, <laughs> even they would
1: laugh when they would say that. Right. But the D is mean, for diversity. <laughs> <laughs>
0: He's also a dummy. No, but yeah. um, I, I'm very interested to see how long this lasts and what they do with it. But once yeah. again, we're just one new 52 um, series away from starting all over again. So we'll exactly. See. What else? All
1: So, do you like reading comic pages about mutants? Yes. Do you like money? Yes. Would you like to pay more money for more pages of mutants? Well, your answer had better be yes. Otherwise you're gonna be very disappointed. What? Beginning with February twenty sixth is X Men number seven. Marvel has increased the page count from thirty two to forty and jacked the price from three ninety nine to four ninety nine. Marvel what? did not Marvel did
0: not give a reason for this change. So they added a little bit more content. Right. And then raised the price by a buck. Yep. This quality better be good. I mean now mind you. Powers of X and it's a House of X and Powers of X. That was it, right? Sure. You know what I meant. the yeah. the, 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 the The series that reintroduced the mutants into the Marvel yeah. world. Uh-huh. Yeah, um, that was a pretty pretty good enough story. But you're not going to get me to buy for five for, for four ninety nine. I'm sorry. It's
1: five bucks. You can say it. That one
0: penny's not making it much difference. It's a matter of principle. <laughs> Ralph, Ralph. Ralph we, 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 would you, oh no, you haven't read any of the new X-Men stuff or heard about it, right? No, not recently. Okay, so I can't even ask the second question. All right, fuck it, so nobody's buying an X-Men. <laughs> no, I I can't lie, I'm still I'm still going to be interested in what they're going to do because this whole thing, and I hope we do cover it in a future podcast, what they've done to the X-World now that the X-Men is back with the MCU, the, the movie company. Mm-hmm. It's very interesting, but I'm wondering what's gonna happen next. So we'll see. Mm-hmm. But
1: interesting is a word for it. Yeah.
0: Right. I mean well, by the way, the fact that Kevin Feige is in charge of everything Marvel is crazy. Right. Comic oh, books yeah. and all that. That's crazy.
1: Yep. All right, we'll, we'll see. see. My- righty. Faster than you can say, Disney owns sixty-seven percent of Hulu. The streaming service has already taken an axe to some of its Marvel themed programming director and comic nerd kevin smith found zero love when he received a text from executive producer dave willis on january 22nd informing him that the hulu original howard the duck animated series has been canceled what? but smith is not yeah, but smith is not alone in his misery after firing the entire writing staff and its showrunner tigra and dazzler has been shelved completely now what wow. does that mean for the four series crossover the offenders well with half the shows canceled it's anyone's guess at this point
0: wow okay yeah. they're, they're really cleaning house they're really trying to streamline everything to to go to the to, to disney plus well i don't know if it's
1: all that because remember again they own 67 percent of hulu they're not going to go like we don't want anyone going to hulu i don't know why they're canceling because they're not bringing it over to disney plus i guess they just thought yeah it sucked
2: <laughs> am I have at to least go possibly i'm gonna have to get my mouse phone and uh give that you know disney guy a call
1: yeah you don't want to mess with that mouse
2: Listen, guys. I'm gonna do whatever
0: the fuck I want, and you're not gonna stop me. I'm rolling with the punches, money. Ralph's fourth impression. (laughs) Ralph's fourth impression.
1: We got interstellar invaders, time travel, clones of clones of clones, and lots of whiskey. That's the tagline for Sony's Fear Agent adaptation. Fans oh. of the in, yeah, fans of the incredible Rick Remender comic book series about Heath Hudson, the last fair agent, and his attempt to rewrite history and save Earth from a devastating alien invasion, will be brought to Amazon. Rick Remender and his production company Giant Generator have signed a three-year overall deal with Sony Pictures Television. Amazon beat out NBC's Peacock and Warner uh, Media's HBO Max for the rights to the series. The TV adaptation of Fear Agent will be—I'm re- sorry—will be written by the Batman's Mattson Tomlin, with the pilot directed by Shazam's David F. Sandberg. Fear Agent co-creators Rick Remender, me, Rick Remender and Tony Moore, along with Sandberg and Seth Rogen, will serve as the show's producers. No premiere date has been
0: announced. First off, Mike, lion face, ha, ah, lemon face, ooh, get that Rick Remender out of your mouth. <laughs> <laughs> I know. It's, that's, that's that was hard. Right there. Like, it's, yeah. it's hard. It's Rick Remender. It's, it's yeah. alliteration. His mother's But meat, I mean, he's, he's such a guy.
1: good writer, and, and Fear Agent is such a great, great, complete story. You, know? you
0: covered it on Mike's shelf very, very early in our run, yeah. and I've been meaning to pick it up. Because I keep hearing it's so great. And I remember the artwork was really good, too. Oh, the right. artwork
1: is absolutely fantastic. The color uh, palette they choose, it's just, it's, it is a delight from cover to cover. And it will get your mind going, oh, huh? because there's, when they said clones of clones of clones, they're not lying. Like, it gets really twisty with this time travel and him dying. And it, it's really twisty. And it's got such an incredibly touching ending. Every time I read that ending, I, I literally, a tear runs down my eye. It's, it's such, it's so touching. Great read, wow. great action, just a great story. Funny as hell at times. It's, it's it's great. That's all I can say about it.
0: Wow. Okay. Yeah. I mean, I, I, I'm just glad that to hear a lot of these good literary works are being picked up and giving a shot for, you know, for, so for some kind of adaptation and not yeah. only just Marvel and DC. So that's great. Yeah.
1: Yeah. yeah. And hopefully they don't fuck it up.
2: Huh. Well, right. cross fingers. They haven't fucked up the expanse yet, and that shit is fucking awesome.
1: Yeah, I have to. I still have to watch that. I'm, I'm way behind on my sci-fi type shows right now.
2: It is awesome. I
1: yeah, see I've it. heard. I've heard. All righty. <laughs> last but not least, on the last episode of As the DC superhero movies turn, the, <laughs> the barely awaited Flash feature film was going to be based on the Flashpoint comic book series. Then it wasn't. And now, in a Mobius Strip turn of events, it will be based on Flashpoint again. According to director Andy, my family is being held at gunpoint until I finish this film, Machete, his vision of Flashpoint will be a, quote, different version of Flashpoint than you're expecting, end quote. Now, I'm almost certain the Argentine director meant to add or that fans will like. Uh, Now, will the July 1st release date be a runaway hit or will the Scarlet Speedster fall flat on his face? For the answer to these and other important questions, tune in next time when Miguelito Tonto, Hacienda Falls' most inquisitive and annoying elementary school student, asks his teacher if you could hear a pterodactyl going to the bathroom. His teacher quickly responds, no, because the pee is silent. <laughs> I can't wait until that's picked up by, like, Amazon or Netflix. I think that'd be a, Hacienda Falls would be a great show. <laughs>
0: Is that all your news, Mike? That is all my news. Your pee is silent. That's fucking fantastic. <laughs> <laughs> Ralph, <out, have> you got <laughs> any news? Actually, I do
2: have some news. Go Ooh, for it. you go probably going to take mine. Let's see. We actually received a letter from uh, a guy. I think you might have heard of him. Let me, let me grab the letter right here. <clears throat> I'm going to read it to you, all right? All he right. goes.
0: Okay.
1: <clears throat> if I ever catch you with my wife again, go on. <laughs> <laughs>
0: That was me in the 90s. To (laughs) the so-called
2: captain, rumors of my demise have been greatly exaggerated. I don't know why you're telling these lies of my death. I'm still alive and kicking. And even though I'm pretty old, I can still kick your ass. So, I just have one thing to say to you. Are you feeling lucky, punk? Well, are you? Signed, C. Eastwood.
1: Where, where did you get that from? What?
2: Well, because in the last episode, the cap uh, thought that Clint H. was oh. dead. Oh, ah. So he wrote to yes. us. He wrote to us, and he's like, "Listen, my, I'm not dead." Uh, so oh go my fuck god!
0: Yourself. He took us all this way for that joke. Oh my god! So I guess, I guess um, when we when we post the episode, we're gonna say skip from this time. No, I'm kidding. <laughs> <laughs> Motherfucker! This is for real. At least we know he's listening.
2: Oh, that would be fantastic.
0: Yeah, Eastwood, Yeah, man. I mean, yeah, because I seriously... he's listening.
1: So would every gun owner in America be listening?
0: Yeah. <laughs> yeah sure. I, I, I can see. Um, the, all the red states want to listen to two Latins and a black guy. <laughs> That's what our podcast is called in Middle America.
1: <laughs> we want to listen, but then we're so angry at ourselves. <laughs>
2: wait, wait. Oh my God! Cap, this is they're, still, co- they're shooting their computers. The correct term is Latinx. <laughs>
0: Don't remember that. Whatever. Yeah. Well, I'm just I want to add something real quick before we go on to um talking about the main thing of the show. Did anybody see the preview? I mean the um trailer for lock and key for Netflix. Yes. yes. Holy shit. Yeah, Holy I'm shit. looking forward to it. Even I'm though excited.
1: Dodge didn't look like what I expected Dodge to look like, but nonetheless, I'm still happy. But um, and I can't think of the son's name right offhand. The the the, the oldest son. Co- oh, the oldest son. Uh, I can't think of his name, but he did look like the guy. <laughs> it was like, mm-hmm. you know, I'm I'm just looking forward to it. Also, the daughter didn't remind me of the daughter.
0: Yeah. Well, hopefully, because I mean, also we've I'm, we've we've known these characters for so yeah. long. We know. The, I mean, the the art style is very distinct. Yeah, I'm not so. looking
1: for lookalikes either. I'm never a person that needs someone to look like a character. I mean, unless it's something that's fiction, like like a you know like an alien or something where you're like okay well that you kind of do need to touch down but like when it, people don't look like the character i'm pretty much okay i'm more concerned with how you're going to write the character and if it's you're if I, you're true to it that way you know right
0: well I, just watching i um, the preview and, and just watching you know um dodge talking in the well i'm like oh my god yeah this is gonna be great so yeah. and it comes out when is it coming out um
1: i do not remember
0: if, i thought it was february but
2: could be,
1: could do, be you, do you know rough
2: um not off the top of my head but I do have this handy little thing called the internet. Wait, what well is it? done.
0: What is it? He said he's got something called the internet.
2: What is that? It's oh a thing God. where computers are interconnected, and they allow themselves to talk to each other and to other things.
1: Hmm. But you didn't mention anything about a net, so I'm very confused.
2: Well, the oh net is what God. catches all the information. And uh, allows you, you. Each person has a net, and you okay, wrangle it while, in. Okay,
0: while you all you motherfuckers uh, stall. The, the the first episode is February seventh. Yes. Oh, that, and, and like, yeah. why
1: is it not called the info net then instead of the Internet?
0: All right, all right, all right. Because right? You're why do are inside of it, uh-huh. guys? Why do we park on a driveway and drive on a parkway? Fuck it. Let's not even ask, ask these questions. All right. So I just take an Uber. <laughs> I have a couple more of those, but I can't figure it out myself. Um. All right. So let's go to um the reason why we're here. Let's talk about the Disney Plus series known as The Mandalorian and with a synopsis. And I'm, one, I'm very curious how the synopsis is going to go. Is MFG Mike the finance guy?
2: Ooh,
1: that's me. All right. <laughs> <laughs> Ooh, I'm next. <laughs> yeah, that's right. The Mandalorian is the first live action TV series of the Star Wars franchise. It was created and written by Jon Favreau with a host of various episodic directors, including Bryce Dallas Howard and Taiki Waititi. The Mandalorian is best described as a space western, which takes place five years after Episode 6, Return of the Jedi, and 25 years before Episode 7, The Force Awakens. The Mandalorian follows the adventures of a bounty hunter after he goes against guild policy and takes back the bounty he was hired to acquire, a 50-year-old child that appears to be of the same unknown race as Yoda. The series has a Rotten Tomatoes rating of 95%, audience 93, and a Metacritic score of 69 out of 100, audience 84 (laughs) out of 100. Yeah. 69. Oh, yeah. yeah. All righty. Synopsis. If John Wayne had a Razor Crest gunship, if Clint Eastwood had an Amben Phase Pulse Blaster rifle, if Nick Nolte was half as attractive as Queel, Uh, These were all (laughs) dreams until Oberyn Martell walked away from the blood-soaked sets of HBO's Game of Thrones and onto the PG scenery in front of Din Djarin's helmet. The Mandalorians are the toughest fighters in the known universe, unless faced with two teenagers, a Wookiee, a smartass, a toolbox droid, and an effeminate robot. Now, luckily, none of these characters are in the story, so the Mandalorians are still feared. But even the best fighters need a little help. And so Din Djarin is assisted by Apollo Creed, direct-to-DVD Ronda Rousey. The Nursinator and a clean-shaven Magwai, (laughs) as bad hombres come from every direction to claim the child. Part action extravaganza, part barely interesting storytelling, all Star Wars. If you have ever watched any popular westerns, then you've seen every episode of The Mandalorian. But the blasters and speeder bikes make the Old West look only middle-aged. All right, now it's starring Pedro Pascal as the Mandalorian, Jin Jarin. Uh, Call Weathers as Grief Karga. That name alone just pisses me off. Uh, <laughs> Werner Herzog as the client. Nick Nolte as the voice of Kuiil. Uh, Taiki Watiti as the voice of IG-11. Gina Karana as Cara Dune. Emily Swallow as the armorer. Giancarlo Esposito as Moff Gideon and Ming-Na Wen as Fennec Shan. She's not in it that long, but I love Ming-Na Wen, so I had to mention her name. <laughs>
0: <laughs> you give her a little shout-out. She's in there for two seconds. I like right. the name Emily Swallow, but that's another story. Okay. <laughs> you well, said it, Supernatural like, fans know her from season...
1: What was that, Ralph? 12, I guess, or 11? Yes. Thank you for that clarification. Oh, you're welcome. Good job. <laughs>
0: all right so let's get into it the mandalorian But before we even start talking about this which i'm definitely going to debate um let's press that button and use that warning that we paid so much money for the following segment contains information that may ruin your enjoyment of the media in review so if you believe this might upset you piss off you wanker you could almost smell the tea and crumpets off his breath (laughs) so (laughs) that that i was smelling spotted dick <laughs> well, I love their dessert names. <laughs> wow! <laughs> so that, <laughs> that that spoiler warning was brought to you by Steve Francis of Stush Productions.
1: Stush, den, den, I have spoken. Den, stush, just a stush, just
0: <laughs> What's funny is, and now I'm gonna tell Steve. I'm like, yo, do you want? You sure you don't want to call your company Spotted Dick? Then he won't like me anymore. But fuck it. <laughs> All right, so let's talk about it. The Mandalorian, the first Star Wars um, series out. I mean, I'm trying to think, were there any other... I mean, if you're not counting the Clone Wars... There's no live-action TV series of Star Wars. Yeah, there's no live-action, yeah. I'm talking about, like, just ser- series. There were others, but they were animated. Yeah. So, uh, um, Mandalorian, is the series... I mean, it's received a lot of hype and mm-hmm. when, it, when it first came out back in November. Um what uh, even though I know this is what this um, podcast is about, I'm going to start with the question: Is this more hype or is it actually a good series?
1: Well, that would be an opinion piece. <laughs> uh, um, yeah, because I mean, I you know, I, I know I know regular Star Wars and diehard Star Wars fans that love it. I also know people that are regular Star Wars fans and not Star Wars fans that are like they were bored after the first episode. Shout out um, to Jazz. <laughs> yeah, uh, yeah. So it's 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 definitely what you're going to make out of it like i mean i enjoyed it enough to say solidly i enjoyed it but there was definitely things that i just i was just like oh it's it's boring to watch in some points i think also because of the fact that i've seen this movie before you know so, well, because of like so so many themes that they use or they repeat like movie themes like i think episode TV four
0: using is, it's is contrived well it's
1: not just that no it's not really just that it's contrived and it is but um but, I mean, you know, Star Wars franchises kind of as well. But, no, I meant, like, the fact that, like, Episode Four is really just watching. It's like watching, uh, oh, The Magnificent Seven. Like, you've seen this movie before. Um, oh, and the, there's a lot the of other action town, yeah. scenes, yeah that, yeah, yeah, that you've seen before. And you would think, like, oh, they, they're, but, you know, sure, it's the same storytelling, but they're going to make it really their own. And it's like, they don't really make it their own. It's just kind of like they went, oh, let's just take a, you know, something that we've seen in almost most TV series and just put star wars characters in it and that's okay. what a lot of it felt like and i can that's why i can see where people aren't a fan but again was i still engaged all in all sure
0: wow for your take well
2: i listened to all the crap that people said and said fuck you this shit was awesome i enjoyed it from <laughs> start to finish <laughs> Even though everybody's like, "Oh, it's a ripoff of Seven Samurai. It's it's a space western." I'm like, "So is Star Wars." Yeah, like, <laughs> who the fuck cares? It's a great story. It's entertaining. You know, it's it's sure the concept isn't new, but the story that we're getting is new in the sense that we've never
0: seen this before. You know, right? And that
1: part is wow. that part I applaud them for. You know, trying something here's
0: different. What, here's what I'll say. Um. I agree with both of you. I can see how a lot of the tropes are contrived and a lot of the storytelling is stuff we've done before, especially if you're saying that you know a lot of the stuff is ripped off of Westerns. But I'll say this, for the character that, 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 that ends up being the protagonist, the fact that we're talking about the Mandalorian, this great race of bounty hunters that for decades when Star Wars came out, everybody talked about how great Boba Fett was, and he really wasn't. You know, no, he wasn't the, at all. way Django Fett was, and he really wasn't. Mm-mm. So when you get this series and you're like, okay, this is the Mandalorians. This is where you know these guys are supposedly come from, and it's badass. You're like, all right, this is what you know. When we're talking about Mandalorians, this is what we're supposed to be. Even if it is, I mean, the first episode's Lone Wolf and Cub. That's what that thing is. Yeah, yeah. it's Lone Wolf and Cub. Yeah. yeah. So, I mean, you know, we, we could talk about all the different stories that it is. It is definitely entertaining. Visually, I enjoyed it. Um, but there are times where it does slow down there, and and what's funny, I didn't even have an, a problem with with that episode that you mentioned, Mike. Like you talked about the um, the episode that felt like the Magnificent Seven. Mm-hmm. The episode I had a problem with, I believe, was the one after that,
1: mm. the one with
0: the young bounty hunter.
1: Oh yeah, the one with uh, Ming Na Wen in it. Yeah, yeah. I mean, I mean, again, I didn't have a problem with the episode itself. I just, it's just I was just using it as an example of the things that we've seen before. Um, of course, yeah. It's just like I said, it's. I'm happy that they're that they were giving us a taste of something that we haven't seen. I guess it's just that as much as Star Wars, I mean, it's a movie, so it's, it's always going to be some contrived element to any movie, especially to a sci-fi flick. Um, that's not the problem. It's just that the others, the other movies, the other entries, they feel like. I, I guess the characters feel uh, this is it's really a hard word to say down to earth because uh, it's not quite what I want, but they're a little bit more slightly believable if you want whereas this guy was just I mean he was our Clint Eastwood unstoppable guy that gets a few licks you know he takes a few licks here and there but it's just so pro macho that like sometimes it was like all right this is kind of boring to watch after a while you know it's because it's it's he is like like an unstoppable killing machine in a way but they still try to make him personable and it was just kind of weird I thought
0: In other words, like,
1: where Star Wars, you know, you have a, you rely on a bunch of characters with him. It's really just him. And he might meet up characters here and there. And like by episode nine, they help together, but it's still really just all about him. And in that, I just kind of felt that it was a little bit, a little bit boring at times. I think also a lot of it is because, you know, you're not seeing the actor. And and very often, you're even not even seeing the actor in the suit, (laughs) you know? So you're like, Okay, I'm just really working on Pedro Pascal's, Pascal's voice. And by the way, um, oh, I can't think of the guy's first name. It might be Larry, but uh, the, one of these um, the stunt people that's in the suit, and I think it might be the first name might be Larry. I'm not sure, but the last name is Wayne. And yes, he is related to John Wayne. He's his grandson.
0: Oh, he's serious? Wow. Yeah,
1: yeah. So it's kind of funny.
0: That's very interesting. Yeah. <laughs> one of that was probably a very conscious choice by Disney because Disney likes doing that kind of yeah. stuff.
1: Yeah. I, um
2: When yeah, I was watching, that, it, I was wondering, it was like, how much of this is actually Pedro Pascal in the suit?
1: Yeah, I was wondering that too. That's why I had to look it up.
2: I was like, <laughs> wait a sec, because it could just be like the only part Anybody. when when he's actually in the suit is when they took the helmet off. Yeah, I'd be like, uh, that, that's a sweet gig. If you're just sitting in the studio recording your voice, mm-hmm. and you're like, all right, what's my next line? Okay, don't touch that. How was that? <laughs> I was like. Yeah. I'm
1: I also found that kind of disconcerting, too, is because of the fact that, like, his voice was a constant. It was almost like his voice was the telephone call. Yeah. And, and everything else was happening in regular voice speech because his voice was always very clearly heard, whereas everyone else, it's like, you know, like a normal movie. You know, you may hear me in and out because of talking and background sounds. But his voice was clearly like, I'm coming over there right now. And you're like, yeah, you are because I can hear you clearly.
2: <laughs> Those <laughs> Mandalorian helmets are really good, man. I'm yeah. telling you. Yeah. What,
1: well, did, I'm what did you think about the Armorer, by the way, um, Emily Swallow, the woman that the woman that you know had to make sure that the laws are being followed, the one that made all of his stuff? This right. is the way. I, I'm just like, so you're just the one person that makes all this shit, and you make it really fast. <laughs> Listen, she's been doing it for years, man. I
2: guess I, so. I just,
0: I just like the fact that they kind of, you know, it's something that that, and I'm, and I'm not ripping off of what Mike's saying. I'm actually repeating it. Mike has always talked about. Sometimes you, you can tell me a story about Star Wars and not tell me about a Skywalker. If You tell me about a Skywalker, I'm going to punch you in your face.
1: Pretty much. <laughs> yeah.
0: So the fact, this is for once a story that's not about a Skywalker.
1: Yeah, I'm very, and that is one thing I am so grateful for, is that it is, there's, you know, no, yeah. there's no Darth Vader, there's no Skywalker, and that's the part I give them credit for. Like I said, it's not even just giving me a, a different character, but it's also not, directly relating it so far please don't fuck it up disney directly relating it to the series main characters you know and i'm very right. happy about that
0: yeah i mean I mean, that's definitely what i what i enjoyed about it. that's why i mean that's why i guess i enjoyed it the most because you're now like i said for 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 years everybody was was slobbing on boba fett's knob talking about how great he was but now this is a series that you can say okay you know like i want to be a mandalorian before you just did it because the the, the suit looked dope but yeah you know, now you're talking about, you know, I mean, the first episode, he cut somebody in half, which, mm-hmm. by the way, I was like, okay, they, they, they went, they didn't go ultra violent, but they went kind of violent. And I was like, wow, they pulled it back a little bit. You yeah, the well, they blood,
1: didn't see the though. Yeah. Uh, well, I mean, I did. I liked his, uh, the, That that's actually the, the, that big rifle thing he has is, is it's an ambin phase pulse blaster, the thing that disintegrates. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Uh, that The thing that he seems to carelessly, like, kind of drop around when he wants to. I'm like, that would never leave my side. <laughs> like I would, I would have a toilet paper roll on the end of that thing so I could use it while I was in the bathroom. You know, like, <laughs> like, like, that's the most amazing weapon in the world. And I'm like, but he's just kind of like, oh what am I taking today? I'm like, the Ambin,
0: thing. you know, pulse <laughs> blaster. Like, I know what I'm taking to a fight. I was more worried about like, like after episode one, I'm like, where's the baby? Where's the baby? Where's the baby? That's me. Maybe it's me being a dad. But I'm, every time he like walk over somewhere, I'm like, where's the baby? He was leaving <laughs> with? What the fuck's going on? This guy sucks as a dad. <laughs> I mean, that baby well, could use the well,
2: force and throw you across the room. He'd be fine. And,
1: and, and he's in a protective metal ball. And also, he's not as horrible of a parent as the Fantastic Four parents. But <laughs> <I> mean, <laughs> it, it, he, he at least asks where the kid is and goes find it at the end. They're, they just go, we're just going adventuring for six months. R- really? You, you don't want to see your children for six?
2: Okay, bye. <laughs> you know? I think there's um, so many of the kids because then they're making more in those adventures.
1: No, they only have the two. They only have two. Yeah, they only have the two, and they that don't care you're about those aware two.
2: Of. That
1: you're yeah, aware of. Yeah, well, well, Reed could be getting something on the side even while he was talking to Sue. I mean, <laughs> wow. he is very, he is very stretchy. Yeah, That's true. Oh my God.
0: <laughs> um, you know what's funny? It, it's not as hot when you talk about Reed as opposed to when you talk about um, Elastigirl. That's another story. Go ahead. <laughs> <laughs> no, um, I did find
2: like
1: a. It was very uneven storytelling, though. Um, uh, Explain that point, Mike, please. Explain what you mean by that. Well, I mean, the pacing was very uneven at times. So, like, you had – it's adventurous, but then it's, like, slow down to almost a grinding halt at times, depending on the story they were telling. Because, again, a nice feature was that they had – most episodes were filmed by different directors. Um, Right. So it was almost like people were like, hey, this is going to be my handling of it. And it's kind of fun, but at the same time, it's just like writing comic books. It's like if you don't rein in, then you get a lot of different people telling the same, you know, trying to tell a story, and it doesn't feel like quite a whole story after a while. It just feels like you showcasing something. Um, To me, it it,
0: it was kind of like Gotham, was it um, that Gotham cartoon series where different people told one story about the Dark Knight?
1: Kind of a little bit like that, like, like, for instance, like you, after you go from episode four, which is I mean, well most of it, mostly everything is a Western. So so if you take that, but then you get like, I figure what episode it is, whether it's six, seven, whatever. But then you get like the heist episode and I'm like, OK, <laughs> you know, like and it was a fine episode. But at the end of the day, that heist episode didn't progress the story in almost any direction. Like, it just seemed to be a heist story because somebody wanted to tell well, it, an Oceans... They wanted to be like Oceans 11 in space, you know, kind of the, a feel.
2: The way I saw it was, it was... it That episode served to show you how much um, Mando has changed. Because they say how exactly. in his past, he was more... He was more gun ho you know, shoot first, ask questions never kind of a person. And now he's, he's taking his time. He doesn't, you know, he thinks things through and he doesn't... Uh, um, he doesn't go to shoot first, or even use his gun first, without even thinking the situation through. I right. mean, suppose I mean, I mean that's fine, and it is true,
1: but it just, it just didn't feel like the episode gave. me. I mean, like that could have been told to me, and shown to me in in many different ways. It's just like that whole episode though was just kind of like. Like, like I could imagine like a, a friend of, 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 uh, Favreau just going like, Hey, I really want to do an ocean 11, but I want to be on the Mandalorian, <laughs> you know, it's like, <laughs> all right, here's your, here's your writing and film time. Again, it's not that I didn't like the episode. Either. It's just, it just felt out of place and there was just different times things felt out of place. Like for instance, the two, uh, the, the two, uh, stormtrooper writers. I mean, they're funny mm-hmm. as hell, even though I thought the scene was too long. Um, oh, to yeah. the point that it, it made it feel out of place in that story, you know, cause if, if it had been like, like, only ten or fifteen seconds, it would have been fine. But it, it lasted long, and it was funny. I'm giving you that. It was funny. I mean, it just they, felt they out of place.
2: They can't hit for shit. No, I, I, I did
1: when they when they shot at that can thing or whatever it was, and then that guy, the second guy, looked at his gun like it was the gun's fault. It's
2: like, <laughs> no, oh, that shit was great.
0: <laughs> you know, yeah, but um, I was very surprised about the people they got for this. I mean, the fact. I mean, yeah. I mean, don't, we'll talk about Gina Carano in a second because I feel like she's improved from her days of um, doing Deadpool and some of the other sh- movies that she did. Like you said, direct, to, what did you say? Director <laughs> direct to dvd to... Ronda Rousey. <laughs> but also, they got a couple of people like, I mean, they, yeah, they got Amy Sedaris, but also they got Bill Burr. I was like, when they did the heist episode, I was like, that's Bill Burr.
1: I mean, I mean, dude, it's not like it's not like you and I decided to put on something. It's Disney and it's Star Wars, and it's me getting my face on a toy, making nothing but muku bucks as it's getting bought. Hmm, do I want to do that? <laughs> let, I don't know I, th- I have a I, I can't decide let me ask Samuel Jackson should I be in a Star Wars movie
2: I mean <laughs> Disney's fucking genius with this child man they of are course. making so much fucking money yeah and everybody yeah. who keeps calling him Baby Yoda shut the fuck up he's not uh, Baby Yoda well everybody oh. knows oh, well everybody
1: knows it's not Baby Yoda they just don't have another name to call it besides the child and that's not as much fun
2: I mean that's the name that they've given him on the on the stuff it says the child
1: yeah. Oh, yeah. No, I mean, that is the, the official running name until they actually reveal his name. But, but yeah, I mean, it's just easier for most people to relate because otherwise people were like, what does it look like? It looks like Yoda. I know the name that they're going to give him. What's that? Ralph. Oh. Oh, God. Is it because he, he throws up a lot? Yes. Ralph.
2: And he also eats those frogs. <laughs> <laughs> you,
0: know, you know who was good to see? And it's funny because I got my, I didn't get my franchise confused, but it was more like I got stuck in the 80s for a little bit. Carl Weathers What did you think a Predator was going to show up <laughs> Dude I'm thinking He was going to Fucking get knocked out By Sylvester Stallone <laughs> <laughs> I was like Oh my god He's in this fr- Wait wait, He doesn't belong here That's the wrong black guy <laughs> <laughs> What are you thinking About Lando With his coat 45 Name name the other black guy That's in the Oh besides Finn <laughs> now, that, now, now there's three And, and, and oh. Samuel Jackson Well there's a black girl Oh Samuel Jackson Died too quick What there's a black Not girl. really. <laughs> in episode he was he was, he was in episode one for like five seconds, and in episode three, he ate it. Wow. Hey, wasn't he in
1: episode yeah. two? So in other words, he was in all three movies. He I don't know he? if he was in episode two. Let's put it this way. <laughs> episode
0: two was pretty bad, but I don't remember him being in it. He might have been in for another four seconds talking to Yoda and saying, I don't know about this one. He,
1: anyway. And again, and again, he got his millions of dollars for the acting job and yeah. millions more for products. <laughs> what, like I this, said, who doesn't want to be in a Star Wars franchise? What, Nobody doesn't want to be in a Star Wars, <laughs> Wars franchise.
2: Wasn't <laughs> his line like, "I've had it with these goddamn sni- sis oh, on this oh. goddamn spaceship"? That was his line, right?
1: <laughs> I like my lightsabers purple, like I like my grape soda.
0: <laughs> Damn. <laughs> Oh wow! Right, Black but, History, oh, I was to say Black History Month is next month, so we'll be okay. All right, yeah, keep going. All right we're good.
1: We're fine. No, no. um, was no, like little things like this just disturbed me though. Um, I mean, there's lots of them. Like, a, like, like, little things with storytelling that just felt like it was pushing storytelling. I think that's also some of the stuff that bothered me, um, with the series. Like, like when he goes to whatever that planet is and uh, he meets Kweel, who seems to be the only thing that lives on that planet besides those animals that he wrangles. But it, yeah. it is a planet, um, and he's like. Yeah, there have been lots of people here, but no one's been able to kill those guys. It's like a handful of, it's like a handful of guys there. <laughs> anybody could have taken I could have taken them out by accident. one of those Yeah, I know, it was just one of those things where it's like, really? Like you're thinking it's going to be like this mass like empire-like like station full of no, it's like maybe half a dozen, or maybe at the most a dozen people that evidently an Android, that, that's the got. An Android took out most of them. So no one thought to bring an android with a gun, <laughs> you know, like, like little, little story pushing things that like that, that kind of bothered me. Or um, another one that really bothered me was Moff Gideon, who shows up in the episode nine. Oh, yeah. Yeah. I mean, he's got them surrounded. He's got like, no exaggeration, 45, 50 troops plus weapons out the wazoo. And evidently a weapon that is so fearful that even like Ronda is afraid. Okay. Um, <laughs> and. He's like, and at this point, his his uh his speed rider or speed bike, whatever you want to call them, they have the child, and he's still not going in. He's like, oh, I'll give you some time to give up. Why? Is it is it, is it for drama? And then you know, because he's just like, you have until nightfall to surrender. Why? Because there's well, no he, reason well, why. Well,
2: well, <laughs> well the, he didn't have <laughs> the child he, in hand. You have the kid. He'd no, no, the
0: kid, no. Man.
1: Okay, no. I didn't say he had it in hand. His people, remember, what are the bikers doing? They're they, punching Baby Yoda.
2: They, they didn't had, radio in, remember? Because they were like, "We're gonna try to radio in to let them know we have the kid." Um, no, you don't want to talk to him right now because he just shot the other guy who interrupted him. Remember?
1: And that's true. But even if he didn't have it, what does he need them for? It's not for so many places they could be. I mean, that the kid could be. I mean, and, and he's going to go in and attack them anyway. In other words, I'm going to blow in there. And I'm either going to end up killing you all, or killing most of you and taking the one alive. I have the firepower and the people to do it. But he goes, "I'm going to give you till nightfall." Why? Like it, it was just this ridiculous, like delay of action that I'm like, "It's just I'm just going to give you guys time to formulate a plan and probably get out." Okay, that's probably what's going to happen because that's what you've done. It was like it was just this story. Was, that's what I'm saying. Like the storytelling itself. It it tried to be good, and then they would do things like that that just drive me crazy. Or another one: um, after they've escaped, because they would, (laughs) um, they're in the lava stream. Now they managed to kill everybody in that town. So there's like fifty guys, and that's again that's a minimum count because he had lines of troopers behind him. When they're on the lava pit, as they're going towards the end of the cavern, they go. They can scan it, and he goes, "There's a whole platoon of them out there. There's ten guys." We'll never get through them. There's 10 guys. <laughs> and that's when <laughs> IG 11 sacrifices himself and blows up. And it's like, and then, and when he blows up, you do a quick count. There's 10 guys. Maybe there's 12 at the most, but that's it. And I'm like, well, I, what was the purpose of that scene? I'm like, it's, I mean, I got the purpose of the scene, but it just, it didn't flow with the rest of the movie. You're already badass. All right. You know? So,
2: you, you know what time it is?
1: Uh, I'm not sure. What time is it?
2: It's time for oh, Ralph explains, explains it Off Ralph explains it Off you got to be he shitting. Been, he even brought a, a barbershop <laughs> quartet with him. So listen, listen, all right? You got to understand tactics here, right? Oh, even fuck. though it was only 10 guys. Um Mando and, and their
1: stormtroopers that can't shoot.
2: Ma- well, listen. <laughs> Mando and his friends are on a raft with no cover whatsoever. Even How did the that raft troopers, not built by the way. Go ahead. Even the stormtroopers with their suppressing fire tactics would eventually hit them at that close range because they, they're in a funnel coming right at them. They just start You're, shooting and they're dead.
1: So you mean they would hit them just like they shot at and destroyed IG-11? Oh, wait, they didn't, and he blew up and killed them all. So, Listen, yeah, they had plenty of time to kill him.
2: <laughs> they were surprised by seeing that IG-11 unit coming out of there. It's like, what the fuck is this? And then was yeah, like... surprised that he wasn't melted already. Surprise, bitches! So... <laughs> Well, there you go. like I said. Yeah. I mean, well, no,
0: there you go. That, but uh, that, that has that's been a lot of my problem.
2: Ralph explains it all. <laughs> yeah. You've been waiting for that shit. <laughs> right. And that was brought to you by Steve Francis of Stush Productions. Ooh. Stush, he gets no Stush
0: I from that. I say. Okay. I, I didn't know what to do. Okay. <laughs> all right. He already so, has his push. <laughs> <laughs> he had his push and his Stush. Is that what you're saying? Exactly. <laughs> it's the Stush push. Ah, uh, right. You're the push, right. man, huh? All right. Right. So um, here's what I'm saying. Do you think that they deserve a season two? Um, sure. Definitely. You better give me a
2: season two. If they don't get a season two, there's going to be an outcry of people who want more of the child. They're going to be like, well, give me more. Give me more. That I want to see him made growing up. Minute.
1: They've already gotten their money and they've gotten people signing in. I mean, now the question is, what do they do with season two? And it's not that they don't have lots of places to go. It's just, what do they do with it? You know, I mean, that we'll see if we go to season three.
2: (laughs) I want to say a few things. Uh Uh Uh-oh.
1: You just did a few things.
2: (laughs) So first off, it took me a while to realize why they don't understand what the kid did. Just the simple fact that Jedis have been essentially extinct for so long. they they don't realize what's going on they're like we've heard because when they were talking about oh we've we've heard of people similar to them they were called jedis and they're like oh okay so they don't really no one knows what they are because that was
1: already covered in the star wars movies remember
2: yeah yeah yeah. but
1: i mean it makes no sense that like people would not have a history of people that took down the galactic empire being a jedi and all this other stuff and that again by time we we get to episode four How many years has it been since the Jedi, who everybody knew of then? Think about it. Everyone who the Jedi were, how many years has it been?
0: Long enough to make Obi-Wan Kenobi look really, really old.
1: (laughs) Well, no. How many years has it been since the Jedi were killed?
2: About 18, right? Because that's how old Luke is. 16.
1: He's 16. That is not even one generation. That means everybody is alive that was there during the time. Everybody remembers the Jedi. There is no way in the world you're telling me in 16 years in a universe... Everyone forgot the Jedi. I mean, that's well, just makes a lot of no propaganda. Sense. <laughs> shit, <man. laughs> yeah,
0: yeah, but propaganda, he didn't say yeah. everybody. He say everybody forgot the 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 Jedi. He's saying those particular people who were wondering they didn't know what the Jedi no, were. They they, no, even in,
1: even in the Star Wars movies, they keep they especially by time we get to, um, uh, the Force Awakens, they're like it's like it's a, a story of myths, and I'm like, okay, even that's only been thirty years. It, it's it's a universe of, of people and knowledge i'm like you guys just don't remember anything like this isn't propaganda this is just like a whole group of people that people were like yeah they were the ones fighting we all feared them when they walked into bars like you know it's 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 a thing that we're supposed to kind of let go but it just drives me crazy because um like you were making fun of him, him aging it's like he's and mcgregor in 16 years,
0: he becomes Alec Guinness. <laughs> <laughs> well, life's think, tough. It's, it, <laughs> it, that, it's the same amount of years that that fucking um 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 what's his name becomes Patrick Stewart.
1: Yeah. Or, or think <laughs> about this. Think about the fight scene between um, uh, Obi Wan and Vader in Episode Four. Oh my god. That that is literally weeks to only a few months after Vader just kicked ass at the end of Rogue One. Because yeah. remember, she just made the recording. Right. So this isn't even like years. Ago. He's no younger. <laughs> he could barely beat one old guy going
0: zh, zh. But meanwhile, he took out an entire troop just weeks before, <laughs> you know. I hope JP and freaking Jazz are listening to this. I really do because I would love their input. Me as not a big Star Wars head, I can't say too much. So I would I would be I would love to hear their insight. As Mike butchers this shit to death. <laughs>
2: and, I, oh, I'm oh, sorry. Go ahead, bro. I just have one thing to say. Yeah, cocaine's a hell of a drug, man. It's, it's just it's a <laughs> lot of drugs going on there. Right? they they're, they're just
0: burning up all those bro, brain cells bro, and forgetting bro, shit. Bro. Stephen King didn't do this. George Lucas did. Calm down.
2: <laughs> Listen. <laughs> what? If there's one thing you know about George Lucas, is um, you know that guy. Wow. Wow. And now we're not going to be invited to any Star Wars things. Thank you very
1: much, Ralph. Well, well, not any that he's written, thank God. Um, (laughs) Then
0: then you'll have to have have metachlorians and shit to get in. Go ahead.
1: (laughs) Um, Another thing that really bothered me, and this is nothing new, but this, I guess because of the fact of now we really got to see the stormtroopers, quote unquote, fighting um, in The Mandalorian. I, I can't take it anymore with the stormtroopers. I don't even care about their bad shooting. They wear body armor. I don't know what they wear it for. <laughs> yeah. they, think about it. Got, think, think about it. If you put on a motorcycle helmet and I punched you in the face, what is going to happen? You're, I mean, if I hit you hard enough to like, make you move, you might stumble, but you're not going to feel a damn thing. They get punched in the face and they're <laughs> unconscious. Yeah. They get, they get <laughs> kicked in the stomach at body armor and they are down, not just down momentarily. They're down for the count. You know, they get shot in the shoulder and they're dead. I I, I don't understand the purpose of their body armor at all. And to the point that now it's 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 no longer like a thing that I can't unsee. And it drives me crazy because I'm like, you guys are just sweating in these things for no reason, because it's not it's it's worse than not doing anything. It seems to make them even more vulnerable. (laughs) <laughs> think so, about it this, <laughs> they, they're like more vulnerable in that suit than they would be if they didn't have one on this looks like a time for ralph Fakes, explains it all. No, we already had that. We already, had that we already had that moment. <laughs>
2: so, <laughs> uh, Jesus Christ. stormtrooper armor 101 all right it's it's not designed to fully protect them it's designed as a way to incentivize them not to get shot uh, the moment but they
1: only ever get
2: shot the moment they get hurt or experience any pain through the armor it's amplified 6000%.
1: Well I just got finished saying that. I just said okay. it's like the That's, armor it only makes the pain worse because it's if the way was it was designed.
2: So it's, dude, it it was a design flaw that was instituted by the rebellion in, in in a way to prevent uh the empire from gaining too much force, uh too much strength. It was supposed to Diminish the effects by 6,000%, but they actually made it increase by 6,000%. Yeah.
1: Yeah. But my other thing is, if that suit was actually just made out of regular earth plastic with just the slightest amount of padding just to keep it from raising your skin, that would protect them better. (laughs) Because, again, if you punch somebody with a plastic helmet... They wouldn't be knocked unconscious. Like, you know? So like I so said, because of the fact that we're now seeing them more than ever in The Mandalorian, yeah. it it just it was just jumping off the screen. And I'm like, this is, it kept pulling me out of the action. So I'm so, like, how are they going down?
2: <laughs> so the Empire bought like six billion of them and they couldn't return it because they lost a the receipt. So now they're like, what are we going to do? You know what? Just let oh them wear God. it. You know, just we've trained them moderately well. They won't get shot. In, in so map. I guess
0: this is another episode of Ralph Explains It All. There you go. Hey, See, there you I'm go. I'm getting used to it. All right. <laughs> all right, guys. Do we have anything else to say before we rename the movie or the series and do
2: ratings? Yes. I have one, one last thing. Go I, for it. One of the things that I also really liked about this series is the fact that they explained that, sure, at one point Mandalorians were a race, but mm-hmm. now they're more of a... Collective of orphans who are raised a Mandalorian or they're is a a religion. way of life.
1: Well, they're a religion yeah, by this point,
2: it's a way of life now, not an actual race. And I love the fact that they've they explained that because anybody who, who knows any like good Star Wars lore knows that the original Mandalorians they look nothing like human beings, they were like these large alien creatures. They actually look like what the helmet looks like, like they're, oh, that's, that's, yeah, that's fun. It was it was interesting.
0: Okay. Yeah, I yeah. think they also right. they
1: also said um, going back to like the Boba Fett character. I think Boba Fett is just he's a bounty hunter, but he wasn't a warrior, so I guess that's why he sucked. Yeah, right. he, he sucked at, at fighting.
2: Yeah, that's that teenagers. That Boba Fett wasn't actual. <laughs> he wasn't an actual Mandalorian. They're saying that he stole the armor from someone. That, right. That it was, yeah, so he was he wasn't heard.
0: actually a Mandalorian. I read on that also. Yeah. All right, Mike. Have anything else before we go to renaming the series? Mm, nope. All right, um, all right, let's rename the series. I'll go first. I've got three separate names for the Mandalorian. For Star Wars fans, it's going to be renamed... You see? You see? Boba Fett is cool, see? For for ki- for the kids and the ladies, it's called Baby Yoda, and that means Steel Guy. And for Disney, it's... Oh, wow, we finally cashed in on Star Wars. <laughs> I swear to God. Disney must have been pissed. Like, we took over Star Wars, we can't get one thing right? <laughs>
1: well, they, They've made their money. I mean, they've made some money. They just got...
0: I was like yeah Mike my- oh no they're far that's away those- from the
1: four billion dollars that they spent on it I mean they they got a long way to go
0: they're a long <laughs> it's a long time ago in the galaxy far far yeah, away All right, <laughs> Mike what do you got for renaming the series oh I
1: just call it the meandering lore again <laughs>
0: because that's all the show does it just meanders
1: from one place to the next
0: not as much as not as much as um oh fuck um the god damn I fucked this joke up okay Ralph <laughs> I will rename it to,
2: This is the Way I Have Spoken. Oh, that's, God. <laughs> that's the, so the, the, the title is, This is the Way, and the tagline is, I have spoken. Okay, All I'm right. glad you
0: yeah, that. Just, just make sure so, right. you, so you understand. So just so you understand. All right. All right. Ratings for The Mandalorian. Let's go back to Ralph.
2: I give The Mandalorian nine The Child Eating Frogs out of ten.
0: You took my fucking rating. I have nine baby Yodas eating like he hasn't been fed out of ten. Don't call it baby Yoda. He's the child. Call it baby Yoda. I'll I'll give it. a baby Yoda. Mind you, a baby Yoda. to quote. Wow. To quote mm-hmm.
1: Khalil, I give it seven and a half. I have spoken out of ten. <laughs> All,
2: All right. right, Mike. Have you spoken? I have. But this is the way, if though. you. Yeah. Oh God!
0: <laughs> so there you have it, the Mandalorian. Um. Yeah, i say check it out, but um, guys, don't go anywhere. Geeks on the Go is next. Hey, guys, this is Big Kev reminding you that these bozos want to hear from you. Bozos meaning Cap, Ralph, and Mike. So if you want to tell them what you think, like, like stop being a hater. Or Ralph, did you why did you choose Six Claws? Or Cap, shut up. You a dolphin fan. Please hit them up at M22CMR at gmail.com. Or check out their website at meanwhile22pageslater.com. Or even Twitter them up. What the heck is it twitter them up? At Meanwhile22. 22 is a number. Jack Bauer all day. Now let's get back to the show. Geeks on the go. Now one more Childs. <laughs> now one more Childs. Childs, yes.
1: Julia Childs? childs? All, the, <laughs> all the Childs.
0: He, he wouldn't even know who that is. That's all right. Listen. Well, you. It's an old man joke. Don't <laughs> underestimate me. PBS. All right.
1: You have remember right. Julia Childs was probably like new TV to him. Right. In the in the dr.
0: Yeah, <laughs> we love the Julia Childs over there. Oh my goodness! All right, so here we go. So you guys know the segment. I give quick questions. They give quick answers on all things geek. We don't make it under a minute. I give it a valiant effort. They start running. Uh, do these fucking run-on sentences? And shit.
1: I give it a valiant effort. Which one of these thirty-three <laughs> characters would you get rid of? Oh God!
0: No, hold on. Multiple <laughs> choice. Well, technically, blah,
2: blah, 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 blah. assholes. Multiple right. choice. Choose the following answer out of the six hundred pool questions that we have here. <laughs> that sounds about like the geeks on the go we know.
0: Yes, I'm eating popcorn because I'm not even going to give it a full effort because I know by question two your guys are going to be giving you fucking a thesis and, and fucking. Cool and if you're and, yeah. and
1: if you out there are wondering why you can't understand Cap, it's because he's eating popcorn during the podcast. <laughs>
0: I, 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 I just said I was. I just said I was. <laughs> Ready, set, go. Whoops, wrong button. There you go. What? <laughs> What's more iconic about Darth Vader? His intro music, his heavy breathing, or the line of, no, I am your father, Ralph? I think it's more
2: his intro music because the asthma doesn't really
0: help much. And the one line, uh, it's okay. Okay, Mike. That intro music, man. I agree. If you could put any bounty on any Marvel or DC character, who would you send Mando to kill, Mike.
1: 1999 George Lucas dressed as any Marvel or DC character.
0: Oh my god,
2: Ralph. So first I'd make uh Kickass a DC character and then I have Mando kill him.
0: Technically it's okay. Marvel, but okay. Um which comic book movie is more in need of a reboot? Ghost Rider or Green Lantern? Mike.
1: Green Lantern. There's no joke after that.
0: <laughs> Ralph. Uh
2: yeah, Green Lantern. I agree with the guy. Okay, and would
0: Ke- Henry Cavill make uh, a better uh, Superman? No. Oh, so close, Cavill. Well, it would have
2: been You're faster like- if someone
0: hadn't Ooh. had popcorn in his teeth. Oh, I'm sorry. Well, didn't <laughs> Ralph give like a long answer that he fucking paused? Wait, wait. Fuck I me. paused? Yes. Yeah. Yeah. All right. Would Henry Cavill make a better Superman if written better? Ralph. I mean, I'd make a better
2: Superman if written better. Of course, Henry Cavill would be a better Superman if written better. Come on, man. Hey,
0: some people just don't like the way he looks, or some people just don't like the way he acts, so that's why I asked the question. Listen, Henry okay. Cavill's my
2: boy, man. That dude's phenomenal. I follow him on the gram. His stories are great. Henry Cavill all day. Henry Cavill 2020. Right. Even okay. though he can't, you know, but whatever.
1: Act is the word you're looking for. <laughs> <laughs> hey, Mike. he's great in The Witcher, man. I could write a heartbreaking tale about a pool of water. But if I hired a piece of driftwood to play the lead, it would still be wooden. So, no.
0: <laughs> oh, my God. You compared him to, to, to a wet Pinocchio. Nice. Listen, Mike,
2: just because he told you no 600 times doesn't mean you got to say that he's a bad
0: actor. Jeez. Hey, Get 601 was six hundred one was yes, yes, yes. <laughs> <laughs> that's why I keep trying. That's a, that's a stalker slogan. That's why I keep yep. trying. So... um All right. Um, Stalker's
1: philosophy. It's not no until they're decomposing. (laughs) Wow.
2: (laughs) Hold on. Hold on a sec. You're going to hear something we haven't heard in a while.
0: (laughs) That sounds appropriate appropriate for that one. (laughs) That's why we never go mainstream. That's why we got to stay on the outskirts of, of, you know, like obscurity because.
1: Oh, yeah. Because we say things that are so much horrible than famous comedians say.
2: Mike, technical (laughs) foul. over the line,
0: <laughs> that's Card violation. We, we did have a sound cue of a whistle of a ref whistle when they go over the line. You got a I yellow got a card, yellow card, Mike.
1: I've got so many yellow and red cards, I just use them as construction paper. <laughs> <laughs> oh my
0: god. Look, a McDonald mosaic <laughs> uh, that's a red card. <laughs> oh my god. Um, all right, any shout outs, guys? I would I like to screw shout everybody. out.
2: Oh, that was me? I'm sorry.
1: Yes. That was you talking, yes. Yes, okay. Oh, my God.
2: Was that me talking? Was that a voice coming out of my mouth? Listen, sometimes (laughs) it just happens, man. It just happens. Ralph, shout out. (laughs) What do you got? I would like to shout out uh, anyone who's listening. Thank you for listening. Leave us a review. Send us a message. Tell us what you think. We're here. We're listening. (laughs) Wow. All
1: right, Mike. I'd like to shout out to Ralph's voice that evidently just comes out on Without being thought about, um, thank you. But oh, also, oh, there you go. Then? Exactly. Uh, no, definitely. To anyone that is listening, I would like to hear, send us like a, whether it's a Twitter or whatever, to whoever thinks they're the farthest away from New York City listening to this podcast.
0: That was a good challenge, Mike. That yeah. is a very good challenge. Oh my God! Okay. All right. Um, usually, I have pre- specific people to shout out. I got one person this week, Jamal.
1: My mom, if you're listening. Ja-
0: not your mom, Jamal. <laughs> <laughs> Good bumping into you the other day. Hope to hear hope to hear from you soon. Oh, and believe it or not, would you believe? I'm that, walking that, on that, air. What? Stop, stop. <laughs> do, do you know that? Um, Erin got to listen to the end of a podcast. Not Erin, your niece. Erin R. Erin. Was she in surgery at the time? <laughs> oh,
1: my God. <laughs> She's the one we're just going to play was... this podcast while we operate on you, ma'am. Actually,
2: no! I... Stop it after 20 minutes. They were using it as uh, for interrogation purposes to try to break to ask, her. Were they, were they waterboarding her? They were trying to break her. So they are like, here, you're going to have to listen to this whole podcast to the very
0: end. No, all, all, <laughs> all I know is that she says. She said the code word that, um, that Ralph said, I think it was pineapple. I don't know. Was that remember. from like, was that from like 1984? What podcast? It was, was like, it, it was two podcasts ago. or like, Oh, it was last year. Yeah, <laughs> that was last year. Yeah, yeah Literally. But yeah, um, um, Ralph left a message and goes, if you hear this, if you hear this word, tell, you know, and she came up to me during, during, um, work one day and she told it to me, and I go, you actually heard the end of it? And she said, yeah. And I go, how many days did it take for you? She didn't answer that. <laughs> Yeah. you should she, you should have just followed that
1: up quickly with what was the podcast about
0: Yeah, she probably just skipped <laughs> to the end
2: he's like I'm going to show she, these
0: guys oh my god
2: well
1: thank you Aaron for listening to us we really appreciate you and we appreciate all the jokes we make on your behalf
0: <laughs> yeah. and by the time you hear this it'll be 2022 <laughs> <laughs>
1: things are nice
0: in 2022 <laughs> um all right, so anything else anybody want to say before we sign off? I want to sign off. Okay. Well, actually, I want to say one thing before we sign off. Um, oh, Lord. No, just want to say something real quick. Um, Between the our last podcast and now, believe it or not, I mean, there's been a couple of people that kind of passed away, some people personal, obviously, with the whole, you know, helicopter crash thing, you know, and, and earthquakes in Puerto Rico, and um, just so many different things going on, and just, I guess, I guess we don't realize that life is very short and life will be taken away from you like that. So if you're listening, guys, girls, please enjoy every day. You know, like it's your last day, you know, treat it with respect, treat people with respect, show people you love them because you never know when that's going to be taken away from you. So I guess I just wanted to say that.
2: Very true. Yeah. You have spoken.
0: I have. So for MFG, Mike, the finance guy and RT square off the tech, this is the cap saying, keep it geeky. And you know what? Next time I'll try to do the podcast with popcorn in my mouth.
2: This is the way.